Worldwide parent coach and conscious educator, Sue DeCaro, is on a mission to revitalize the joy in parenting. Welcome to Conscious Parents, Thriving Kids, a podcast designed to help parents all over the world create deeper connections with themselves and their children while overcoming life's daily parenting challenges. Listen in if you want to bring more laughter, love, and enjoyment to your home life. Welcome to Conscious Parents Thriving Kids, a place for all things parenting. I am your host, Sue DeCaro. Today's episode is about teens, their moods, the confusion, and navigating it all. What do we make of our teens? Are we confused? One moment is clear what's going on, how they are feeling, the direction they're taking, and what's happening in their life. And the next moment, it might be a totally different story. With the flip of a switch, it all seems a bit foreign. Do you ever encounter this? Do you ever wonder who came in and took over your child? Where did the little girl or boy that you used to know go? How about the one that was just in front of you only a minute ago? Welcome to the world of the teenager. It is a challenging time, both for them and for us. Let's break it down a little bit. So let's talk about the teenage brain. Their brains are still developing. Their frontal lobes, the logical part of the brain, is not fully developed based on science until at least the age of 25. So this is the rational part of a teen's brain. It is not fully developed. And then think about their hormones. Yes, boys and girls' hormones are on overload confusing them again, for sure. So they are trying to navigate their hormones, their brains, how social media works and affects them, the academics, sports, pressures, relationships, and of course, their family. Wow, that sounds like a lot, right? How can we help during this confusing and overwhelming time for them and for us? What do our children need most during these teen years? This is where the consciousness comes in. And here are a few ideas. The first is compassion. Even when you don't recognize your child, show up with compassion. What does that look like, you might ask? As you speak with them, try to put yourself in their shoes. Remember, we were once children too, and life was hard, confusing, and overwhelming, although quite different from today's world. They need our support, our love, and understanding. Sometimes just listening to them and reminding them that you care can add a hint of compassion to their lives. Always remember, this is a confusing time for them. In times where they respond or speak abruptly or don't even speak much, just try to be there to connect. Don't read into it too much unless this becomes an everyday norm. Stay close and stay open. It's usually a sign that they're having some difficulty. It's not about us. The second idea is space. Our kids need space to number one, be alone, and number two, to share. So the first requires us to be present, but to not get in their way or suffocate them. Allowing them space to just be. And the second involves being with them and being open 
to wherever the conversation goes, perhaps being more silent than we might like. Give your teens the opportunity to talk freely by giving them space. Once they're in flow, who knows what you will learn about them. Next, don't take on their emotions. It's not personal. It's just life. There are so many pressures on our kids today. The best thing we can do is to stay neutral, empathetic, and supportive. When we take on their attitudes, frustrations, or anger, we're actually doing our teens and ourselves a disservice. We're not helping by feeling their issues and emotions personally. So separate yourself from your teen. Just be there to help, to listen, and to be curious about how they can move forward. Their experiences are not here for us to navigate, solve, or fix. This is how our kids learn and grow, by being given the space to figure it out. So your job as a parent is just to be there for them in a place of neutrality. Again, being curious is an important part of this. Use the word curious to connect with your child in any moment. For example, you can be curious about how they feel about a particular grade they got on a test or an assignment. You can be curious about them being benched and playing in an upcoming game. I'm curious what that feels like for you. Or being invited to a particular party or not being invited. I'm curious how you feel about that. Liked by a girl or a boy. Open the door to more conversation by just being curious about how your child feels. This is their journey, isn't it? Next, ask for details. Remember, all plans are soft until they are real, concrete, with details. My kids used to ask if they could do something with their friends that was so convoluted, I had trouble breathing sometimes. But they were always unable to give me details at the, at the onset. I would simply say, I would love you to talk more about it with me when you have more details, such as who, what, when, where, and why. Many times the craziest of plans that they would mention would fall through. I never had to say yes or no because there were no details, just thoughts that had not been ironed out. So this is a brilliant technique, giving you the opportunity to allow them to figure out what those plans look like before you have to say anything. We don't have to make a decision without information. You can also discuss the pros and cons with your teens when they come to you with something. This is where details come in again. This helps them to think through the situation and the consequences that might result from their action. Remember, at this age, they are fairly impulsive, the brain is not fully developed, so asking a few questions about the pros and cons can help them to think through the situation in a way that they might not have thought of before, and it helps them to bring a little logical thought process to life. Next, Encourage and support creativity by focusing on your children's interest and hobbies. Even if you don't understand or like them, this is still an opportunity to connect and to learn something new about your child and their interest. Music, for example, I know that I did not appreciate a lot of the music my kids listened to when they were teens because it was hard for me to even hear. 
But when I took the time to try to allow that process to take place, I learned more from them about why they were interested, not focusing on my dislike or like for the music. And this is where connections are built. This discussion opens the door to connect with your child in a way that makes your child feel valued and honored. We all like to talk about the things that ignite us. Next, validate your child's feelings. We all like validation. Think about how important that is for us. They are entitled to feel how they feel without being judged or corrected. They can be disappointed or angry about whatever comes their way. It may not seem big to us, but it may be big to them. These are their experiences through their lenses, and they need to feel that validation for whatever is coming through them. Be careful not to dismiss whatever they share. So again, showing up with empathy and compassion and perhaps even reflecting back what you are hearing, which again validates your teen by responding to what you hear. Saying things like that sounds really challenging, annoying, frustrating, or whatever the scenario is. Repeating that back can have an impact on how your teen is processing their own feelings. Honoring the important and necessary changes in the adolescent mind and their own emotions with validating comments is crucial for our kids during this time. And by all means, most importantly, be sure to take good care of yourself. Your self-care needs to be a top priority, filling your energy tanks so that you can be more present for all the moments I've just mentioned. Self-control is a huge part of being with our teens. Check in with yourself prior to engaging with your children in all of the ways that have been discussed in this episode. It's important that we show up for them without our own emotions spilling out. Do your own work to clear space, clear your emotions, and your own heavy feelings so that you can be more present for your child from a neutral place. And self-care is a big part of making sure that you clean up your landscape before coming to them. Raising children and teens in particular is not an easy task. There isn't a handbook for each unique child in front of you. You must create that handbook for yourself and get to know your child's needs, desires, and interests and challenges each and every day. And of course, they do change each and every day. So you're rewriting that handbook every single day. But this is how we show up to support the actual child that we have in front of us, not the one we think we have. It is a journey, a lifelong journey. I wish you lots of connection and lots of comfort as you move through these teen years. I'm always here as a parent coach to support you in any way that I can, so feel free to reach out at any time. Thank you for joining me. And remember, every moment is a new moment for Conscious Connections. Thanks for listening to Conscious Parents, Thriving Kids. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.